Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you grow your dental or healthcare practice. We discuss exactly what you need to do to get more patients using the internet, to increase your search rankings, and to be seen as the leader in your local market. We discuss all this and more on our weekly podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Once again, I am Tyson Downs, the host of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, and this is episode 113. Today, we're going to be talking about your marketing strategy and how you can implement that properly so that you have a marketing strategy that is designed to get you more patience, to make you more profitable, to make your business a success. But at the beginning of every episode, we like to start with some motivation. And the motivational quote today is, there is always room at the top by Daniel Webster. So as we think about that, why is there always room at the top? My take is that most people don't want to do what it truly takes to get to the top. I don't think that I'm a perfect example of somebody that does everything that they need to to get to the top. I know there's room for me to improve in just about every aspect of my life. But one thing that I know, one thing that I'm able to do is that when I set my mind to a, a goal, when I have something that I really want to accomplish, to set my mind to it, then I'm going to achieve it. It's like when I decided, hey, one thing that's probably one of the hardest things to do is to go out there and get extremely lean, get muscle, and be able to compete in a bodybuilding competition. And I did that. As far as willpower and personal strength, I think is probably one of the hardest things that I did ever. It was just to be able to resist the temptations of, of food that I don't need to eat because it's not helping me accomplish my goal. That was difficult, extremely difficult, you know, especially at family outings when we would go have barbecues as a family with some extended family and have food that I would normally really like to eat and partake in and I wouldn't do it. So have that goal in mind and don't let anything, anything get in your way. You know, and that's why there's always going to be room at the top because not enough people are willing to do what it takes for them to reach their goal. So as I said last time, we talked about what you need to do before you start marketing. And number one was to get a unique selling proposition in place so that you have a competitive advantage over others in your market. There's a reason that somebody picks up the phone and calls you as opposed to somebody else. And then you have a great website that's user-friendly that provides value to the people that visit it and that properly portrays who you are and what you do. And today we're going to be talking about how you can implement this marketing strategy and do, and there's a number of actionable steps that you can take to get the results that you want to actually get more traffic to your site, more leads coming in and more patience on the books. So we left off last week talking about how a website should provide a great user experience. And today we're going to talk about a few ways that you can make sure that the website that you have does provide a great user experience. First thing is you're going to want to make sure that your website is mobile compatible. Now at one point people would have, and we still see this somewhat, but not a ton, a dedicated mobile website. So it it's, was usually like really big buttons for different sections of the site. And it looked quite a bit different than the main site like on a, that you view on a desktop. And that's not the case so much anymore. We all know that mobile search is on the rise. More people are using their mobile phone to look for stuff. But what we're seeing is more of a shift towards following what Google actually recommends is a responsive site. And a responsive site is a little bit different than a mobile site. It just takes the site that you have 
and then formats it just on its own so that it is viewable on better on a mobile device. Typically, the site will be longer. It will have the same exact content, but it will be scrolling a lot more instead of pinching and zooming to get what you need. So one thing that we do know is that people are much more likely to abandon a website if it isn't optimized for mobile. So if somebody comes to your site, they land on it through, say, a Google search, they're five times as likely to just leave, not even go through to see what you have and just leave because you know they don't want to have to do all this pinching and scrolling and zooming and panning and everything to find what they want. So optimize for mobile is huge. Second thing is you want to have a fast loading site. I think you probably agree when I say that society has changed us. It's changed me. It's probably changed you. It's probably changed nearly everybody. But you may be wondering what way. Well, people don't like waiting. They get impatient, you know, even more so than they used to. Remember the encyclopedias? You know, we had encyclopedias growing up with the world book. What do we do if we wanted to find something? Well, if you're lucky enough to have a full set of encyclopedias, you grab the book with the appropriate letter, turn to the page to find it, and hopefully you'd find the information that you wanted and it wasn't outdated. You know, it wasn't 20 years old. Now, what do we do? Get on our phones, get on our computer, search for something, and we have the information. Sometimes we'll have to sift to get the appropriate and authoritative answer, but really we can get the most accurate answer typically within a few seconds, which is absolutely unheard of. You know, if you were to think to yourself, let's see, what state has the most amount of gold in it? What do you say? Alaska, Nevada? Let's see. Type that into Google. Within a half second, you could find that it's the state of Nevada that produces the most amount of gold. So, you know, when we're able to get that type of information that fast, we just expect everything else to be just as quick. So when a website loads slowly, even just a two second delay in loading, it can cause people to just leave your site. You know, they just click the back button. It's actually been reported that if there's a two second delay, then up to 80% of visitors will just leave the site. They won't even see what you have. So make sure that you get your site optimized for speed. You can use a tool called Google's page speed tools and you can run your site through that and it will tell you any errors that you have in there and what you can do to fix those errors. So definitely something that you want to do so you can make sure that your site is up to snuff and you know you're given a good experience to everybody that's visiting your site. If you ever went to a site and clicking on a link so you can get information that you want. So say you click on the link and then it says page not found or 404 error or something like that. Now this isn't necessarily going to hurt your rankings, at least not directly. However, people that are visiting your site, how are they going to feel? You know, that was information that they wanted and they found it was answering a question that they had. But when they clicked on it, nothing was there. And really, when you do that, you start to lose trust with the visitor. You may think that, hey, Tyson, you're overthinking this. It's just a broken link. Is it just a broken link or is it lack of attention to detail to your business? And that's how people think. You may say, well, okay, if somebody thinks like that, big deal. That's just the wrong mindset. If you are providing an experience that is less than what they expect, and if you put yourself in their shoes, what would you expect? Would you expect the links on a website to work? Of course you would. So having these broken links is not a good thing to do, not a good thing to have. It's a lack of attention to detail, and it doesn't reflect very good on you. You can use Google Search Console to find the broken links on your site. That's usually one of the best ways to do that. Google will say, hey, we tried to visit this page on your site, but we noticed that it's not there anymore. And we noticed that this page is linking to it. And then so you can go and see, hey, well, maybe I need to fix that. I need to, I need to address it. Okay, next thing we're going to talk about is 
creating relevant content. Now, this will be the last thing I talk about. It looks like this will turn into a three-parter, possibly four. We'll see. We'll see if we can get through all this. So we want to create relevant content for our website. And we know that internet marketing isn't just SEO. You know, it's providing value to an audience, providing helpful information so that they can find the information that they're looking for, your visitors. And how do you do that? How do you create relevant content? A lot of different ways. You can create an online video. You can create a podcast. You can create blogs. You can create images. You know, there's a million different things that you can do to create content, but just create content that applies to your audience that your audience will find interesting and be able to relate to. And you'll be able to build a relationship with them and continue to build up trust and authority in their eyes. So when I say create relevant content, don't just think blog, I need to start blogging. Maybe, maybe not. You need to think outside of that. You know, it's a lot bigger these days than just writing content. A lot of other ways that you can create content. So just make sure that you're thinking kind of just outside of that realm of just a blog. So that's all we have time for today. Be sure to join us next week, episode 114, where we will continue talking about developing and improving your marketing. That'll be part three next week. Till next time, be positive, be happy, and be proactive. And remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Implementing just one of the tips you heard today will help your practice move one step closer toward dominating your local market. If you've got more questions or you're looking for recaps, show notes, or even more resources to help you grow your practice, check us out online at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com.